Hola, Jumbo Ecabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Diola Teru, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, 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 welcome back, my people, to the podcast. I'm finally, I think, getting over the jet lag from my trip to Nigeria and Senegal. So I'm excited to be back, excited to launch into the new year and continue to do, you know, what we've been doing. This is episode 43 of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. And, you know, a couple of days ago, no, not a couple of days, a couple of years ago, one of my friends in the group chat was going, was just doing some informal survey on negotiating. And so she just chatted with us and asked us if we'd ever negotiated our pay. And so most of us hadn't. And so we didn't do well for those statistics on women and negotiating and all of that. And so at that point, I made a mental note that the next time someone would ask me that question, the answer would be yes. And it would be yes going forward. And so I was and I am only going forward going to be a positive statistic on negotiating, right? And so a couple of months ago, just fast forward, you know, five, six years, a couple of months ago, I put out a reel on Instagram about just things to negotiate as part of, you know, a compensation package. And the conversations around that post made me realize that I hadn't even done a podcast episode on negotiating. So imagine that. And so here we are. And so, yes, I'll talk about negotiating today in the context, largely in the context of negotiating at a job, but the principles of negotiating that really apply in other aspects of our lives that we should be negotiating, you know, anyway. And so the first thing I'll say, so yes, so today I'm going to be talking about, you know, five tips to improve your next negotiation or encounter in which you should be negotiating, whether it's for a job, whether you're buying a house. Um, it'll be heavily focused from a career standpoint, because I think that's the biggest place where we miss opportunities to negotiate. But I'll be sharing five tips to help you negotiate better. Number one, start your research early and actually do good research. And so when you're trying to apply for a job and you're trying to understand, well, what, 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 what pay should I expect, right? And I think this is where, this is one that gets people stumped quite a bit and honestly, understandably so. So first, I'm going to mention a couple of websites that you can use. Um, so one is Payscale, the other one is Salary, the other one is Glassdoor, and there's even like H1B Data, um, to help you find comparable salaries for comparable roles. Now, some of these websites may have salaries. They may not always have, you know, the full compensation package like pay time off, 401k match. You know, you may be able to gather pieces of information here and there from all of these websites. So I would say start with that. But of course, these websites should not be your stopping point because, you know, they'll provide general ideas and then you can take that as a starting point. The second thing I'll also say people should be looking out for is 
um, LinkedIn because there's some salary posts on LinkedIn that come with salary ranges. And so I would say if you're searching for a program director, or program manager type role, search for those on LinkedIn and see which of those type roles have um, 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 salary ranges within the job postings. I would say as you're looking at this, you know, just understand, um, make sure you're reading the job descriptions because sometimes a program director, you know, at a smaller company or, you know, at one organization will be different from the responsibilities for a program director at another. At another. So when you're comparing, make sure you understand, well, what does this person actually, what is this person actually required to do per the job description? And that can help you maybe have a little more context. And as you're doing that, you know, for the job that you're applying to, also understand and read into and ask questions, you know, about the jobs, the responsibilities of the role, because many times your negotiating power lies in understanding what the responsibilities entail. And so you're doing your research, you're using all these websites, you're using LinkedIn, you're understanding the roles and responsibility. That is a great place to start doing the research. Now to my second tip talk to people. And this is huge, 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 because I think websites are great and they are a starting point, but they are only a starting point. And, you know, sometimes you might be in a position where you don't have anyone to ask. And sometimes maybe that's where you stop is doing this research. But I'll say, you know, when I talk about the next tip on just talking to people, I'll give you tips on finding more people to ask when you feel like you don't have anyone that maybe is in in a similar situation or applying for a similar role. A couple of things, right? So talk to people like, okay, if you know somebody, and I think, yes, we talk about money conversations and they're important, but there are people whose conversations are totally useless to the, to the, to the, to the, to the journey of trying to find out what, what a pay is. If your friend is a doctor and you're an accountant, I mean, unless your friend is married to an accountant or for some reason has a good insight into that industry, your friend is great, but they may not be the person you need to be talking to. So making sure you're talking to the right people. And so there are a couple of there are three different people that you should talk to. But before you have the conversation, the level of conversation you can have with people depends on the relationship that you have with them. Because unfortunately, you know, we are still not yet a society that is where there's total transparency around money conversations. And I think there's some, you know, there's some friends that I have where we can have truly honest, you know, transparent conversations. And there are other friends where we're just not there yet. Right. And as a society, we're just not there yet. So. I think you need to apply tact when you're having the conversation and you have to consider the nature of the relationship of the, with you have with the person that you're talking to, um, to, to guide how you navigate the conversation. And so, yes, talk to people, talk to your colleagues. So if you have colleagues at work that you have a decent relationship, um, you can say, you know, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm up for this promotion. I know you, you know, you're in that role or you're familiar with that role. You know, would you be okay letting me know if a pay range that I, that I have in mind is, is reasonable, a reasonable amount to expect? Um, if you don't have a colleague that you can talk to, even a former colleague. So I think someone that you know that was in the exact field, people are actually more open to talking about a role after they've left the role. So if you know someone that was in that role two years ago, right, and you're now getting into that role, it's easier because it's not their current pay. And so they may, they may be more comfortable in telling you, okay, yes, that seems low. No, that seems high. Yes, that seems reasonable and all of that. So, so if you have a colleague that, that was formerly in the field or someone you know, 
either, you know, through someone in your network, someone, a friend of a friend, even if it's an acquaintance, someone that you're not close to, I would say just reach out to them and ask the question, right? I wouldn't say, oh, what did you make in this, you know, when you were in this role? If you don't know them, if you don't know them like that, they may be like, why are you coming at me like that? So I would say, hey, you know, you know, I got this offer. I'm trying to navigate my options. I want to do better at advocating for myself if I need to. You know, if I told you a range, you'd be comfortable telling me if just based on your experience, you think it's reasonable and or fair. Right. And sometimes when you start with that, people are even become more open and they might even tell you their exact numbers. Um, I think another thing is what if what do you do if you don't know someone that's in that role or in that industry? Well, I'll say that there's chances are that somebody in your network knows someone. And so how do you, this is where tapping into your network is going to be really, really, really important, right? And, and that's why it's good to build a network before you need one. But also once you build that network, be a person that also offers value so that when you also need value, you have people that you've established that goodwill with. And so if you don't know anyone in the field that you're looking to enter and you're looking to evaluate the salary, ask your network. It's as easy as, hey, I'm getting this job offer. I'm really trying to advocate for myself. I want to know what's reasonable, but I don't know anyone in the field. Do any of you know anyone in X, Y or Z field in X, Y or Z country that might be willing to not even I don't mean I may not need exact numbers, but even I just need a yes or no on is this a reasonable range? And if you do that, you might be able to, you know, get somebody. Now, if you want to stretch it one more step further, use LinkedIn, right? So if you have people in your network that work at the organization or you have something in common, right? Well, you have something in common. You can be like, hey, you know, hey, I know we both are good friends of this person. I see you work at Twitter. I just got an offer. Have a couple of questions. Would you be okay answering them? And so this is not a time to be shy, Um, And so I would say, you know, if you have questions, if you really want to know, use everything, every resource available to you to try to get you the best answers that you need. And so I've talked about two tips, right? The first one is just doing your research. And number two is talking to people, right? And making connections if you need to make connections. Number three, know your numbers, I think about three numbers that I need to know when I'm going in for a negotiation, whether it's for a salary or whether it's for something I'm looking to buy. Um, You know, know your stretch number, like the number that's like, okay, so let's say I'm going in for a job and, you know, um, $50,000 is my comfortable number. That's the second number. The stretch would be like, might be like, okay, 75 or 80 and the walk away number is 45. So my stretch number is like, man... This is really like a dream number for me. I don't know if they'll be willing to pay it, but I'm going to ask. And the word still says no. My comfortable number is like, okay, I feel like this is, you know, a good um, value, a good, a good compensation for the value that I'm bringing. And then my walkaway number is like, anybody gives me anything lower than this, they must have lost their minds. I'm not taking this. So I always have those three numbers in mind, right? And then um, I would say, you know, you come up with your number based on the first two tips that I've given based on your research and based on your conversation and your overall conclusion around, okay, what's the value based on what this job requires? What's the value that I'm bringing to this organization? And when when it comes down to a number standpoint, what does that translate to for me? And so there are, from a know your number standpoint, have those numbers in mind. But now there's always a debate on who should first throw out a number, right? And there are different schools of thoughts, 
you know, on that. And, and I personally don't think anyone is generally better than the other. Some will say throw out, you know, throw out your number first and make it strong and make it high. Right. Um, you know, I think Bosomer St. John said something like go first and start high, like anchor high. Others say, you know, ask for the company's budget first to see where they're coming from. Right. And so my personal opinion is that it comes down to your comfort level. You know, I think if you feel good about your numbers and that 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 knowledge is grounded in research, but is also in know, grounded in knowing your value, right? Then you should not fear underselling yourself, and you can throw out a number that you're comfortable with asking for without any regrets. However, if you're having trouble coming up with a range, or you're relatively inexperienced in negotiating, and you feel like you might throw out a number that may be way lower than they're willing to pay then maybe you shouldn't throw out a number first. Maybe your question is to ask them for, um, for a number, for their budget. And so I'll conclude this by saying the best method is the method you will execute well as a negotiator. So whether you throw out the number or you ask them for a range, that depends on you. But whatever method you will execute excellently, go with that. Now I'm going to tip number four. Um, is to make sure that you look at the whole picture, your whole compensation um, package, and not just the salary. Of course, the salary is, is an important number, right? But it's not the only thing. And so there are other aspects of a full compensation package. So if I were to be looking for a job today, I know the value of what I get paid today when it comes to adding my insurance, my maternity benefits, my fertility benefits, um, my paid time off, um, my retirement, I have a pension, and I also have a 401k match, all of that, I will quantify all of that into a number, right? My ongoing education, my learning, my certifications, all of that. And so best believe that when I'm going to a table to negotiate, I'm not just going with the salary number in mind, I'm going with an overall compensation number in mind. And so it's, uh, it's your development opportunities. It's the stock options. See episode 38 where I talk about understanding your compensation package. It's your title because sometimes the title you start in a company can also impact how you advance. And even if you're choosing to hop from one company to another, if, you start, if you're coming as a manager versus as a director, that will also, kinda, that will also impact your, advance, your advancement either within or external to the organization. And so, yes, step back and assess the value of the full picture as you're looking at negotiating and going back and forth with the organization. And so when you look at the full picture and you should understand what's up for negotiation and what's not, and maybe everything is negotiable, that's great. If not, you should know what's up for negotiation and not, but also then look at what you want to prioritize as you negotiate. So you know, many people will focus on the base pay, and I understand that, but you can also look at your stock options, your restricted stock award units. You can look at your pay time off. You can negotiate your work location. You can negotiate your, um, I mean, there's so many things that you can negotiate, but I would say it has to come from a place of understanding what is important to you and what does, and how does that um, relate to the full package? And then how are you going to then move forward with the negotiation conversation? Now, the last thing I'll say is building rapport with the decision makers, right? And so a great thing to do is know what matters to them early on in the journey. So as you're having interviews and conversations, make sure you draw that out out of them. And while you be the, build that rapport, I would say also be enthusiastic and communicate the value that you bring, right? 
And so when they know what value you're bringing and you understand what's important to them, you're able to speak to them in their own language, right? And able to communicate how you're a solution to what they need the most and to their most pressing needs. Um, but also say, treat them like people and let them see you as a person. And so when you come in and having conversations and negotiating, it's not just about money. It's about, okay, we want this person on our team. What do we need to do to make them feel adequately compensated for the value that they bring such that that value, they bring it to our company as opposed to taking it elsewhere or having them stay at where they are currently at the moment. And once you build that rapport, it also helps you with just a negotiation conversation. And, and one thing is, you know, sometimes there may be like 10 things in your um, compensation package. I would say negotiate you know, together. Don't just say, okay, today I want to negotiate my pay. And then one week later, I want to negotiate my stock options. And then the other week I want to negotiate my, you know, pay time off. That's just messy. Right. So I'd say kind of negotiate your financial and like the more of the soft things together. So that way you're able to see, okay, here's where I'm able to give and take. Right. So you can increase my base pay and then I'll keep the stock options as it is or increase my stock options and maybe you don't increase my, my base pay offer. So I'll say, don't just negotiate one after the other. Kind of do it together. And that way you're able to get to, you know, hopefully a decision that makes everybody I'm happy. And so I'll say that when it comes to negotiation, if you've left money on the table before, you know, I'll say that most of us have been there. We've done that. Um, those were lessons, but we're done with that. And we're doing our best and moving forward. Right. The more we negotiate, the better we get at negotiating or the more comfortable we get with negotiating. So back into 2018, I negotiated and got maybe five thousand dollars more than I was initially offered. And that was on the back of me saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to be a negative statistic. I've negotiated my rent, my car insurance. And you bet when I'm getting into making a home purchase, I will be negotiating my behind off to the maximum. Right. And, um, and so I hope these five tips have helped you, will help you or give you tips and tricks to negotiate better the next time you get an opportunity. Um, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. We've got two more episodes before we wrap up the season. One's an interview and the other is a solo episode. The interview is one I've been looking forward to for quite a while now. So stay tuned and um, have a wonderful week. See you. Cheers. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what, popping! And you amplify our message to other potential listeners. And last but not least, please follow us at Instagram at The Rich Immigrant. And as we go out into the world, I hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home. Ciao, bye, odavo. See you next time.